Hi guys, here's a bonus wooden spoon geek out inspired by my lesson today and by looking at the conversations happening on the March Virtual Apprenticeship Challenge, uh, apprenticeship challenge that's happening uh, in my DM lists. Uh, and that is the value of buying spoons from other makers. So I think a lot of times you don't know what is possible until you see a spoon in real life, in the flesh. Um, and so if you're unable to make it to an event where there's lots of spoons on display for you to see, it's worth budgeting what you can to buy spoons from other makers. Now, of course, I would highly recommend that you try and buy spoons that you like. But uh, even if you even if a spoon arrives and you don't like it, you will learn something about what you do and don't like from the fact that you don't like it. I have lots of spoons from people. Only about I don't know a quarter to a sixth of them ever make it into regular daily use. The rest of them don't because they're not as good as those other ones. And I tried them and I used them and I learned from them what I do and don't like, but I am not um, I, I have a limited number of spaces for spoons on the wall. And so for me, it's valuable either way to get a spoon because I learn some new thing that I like or don't like. I learned about the value of having balance between the handle and the bowl so that it doesn't feel bowl heavy. I learned what are the maximum dimensions that actually fit well in your mouth. What's too small? What's too thin? What's too thick? What do I like in finishes or not? What works well in terms of balancing aesthetically a, a spoon in terms of having curves and corners. What works well in terms of how a spoon ages over time? What works well in terms of how a spoon ages over time in terms of uh, the species of wood and in terms of how I treat them? Having spoons and experiencing them, and this is not just with um, eating spoons, although eating spoons by far make up the largest part of my collection. Uh, has been an education in and of itself. And it's, and it's an education that I have in part so I can pass it on to my students who get to use the spoons when they are here for a lesson. Sometimes students don't make much of that. Sometimes people really take advantage of that and want to use everything. And that's great also. But having the spoons has been an education that you can't get just from picking them up. Sometimes you can, sometimes things are, have to do with how it feels in your hand. But some subtleties only make themselves known when you actually use it in regular daily use. How long of a handle do you actually like? What are the disadvantages to a long handle? What are the advantages to a long handle? And so, until you actually get to see lots of spoons, and hopefully at least a quarter of them you'll enjoy and want to use regularly, 
you just won't know what's possible. And so many questions that you might have about, you know, gosh, what, 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 what is possible would be answered from having a collection. And that's not to say that they'll tell you everything that's possible. There's plenty of stuff that nobody's thought of yet. Or nobody's pushed that boundary as far as it could be pushed yet. But it sure helps because a picture online tells you not much. It tells you the way a line is, but it doesn't tell you the proportion. I can't tell you the number of times I got a spoon from somebody and it was either way bigger or way smaller than I thought it was going to be based on my own assumptions about what an appropriate size for these things would be. Now, way bigger and way smaller makes it sound like a big extreme amount, and if you were to measure it with a ruler, it actually wouldn't be that much, right? It'd be a quarter inch here, a half inch there, an inch here. But when you're talking something as human-centric as a spoon, right? It interacts with a human. These little tiny differences add up, and they make a big difference. So, if you're wondering, is it worth it to buy spoons from other people? How many should I buy? Um, I would say, yes, it's worth it. If you're wondering, can I get away with just trading spoons with people that I can trade with? I'd say, sure, do that. But a lot of the people who are producing the best quality spoons, you're not going to be able to trade with I don't do trades. The people I admire most don't do trades. Um, so, you're going to have to shell out some dollars. Or, take a lesson with somebody who has a collection. That's another great way to have access to those spoons, and you won't have the long-term uh, insights that you get from using something stuff if you actually want to use it. Um, and what else was I going to say? I think that's it. I think um, the point of this is that it's great it's an online resource and that takes you long ways. But it won't take you as far as you'll get if you actually shell out the money to hold the real thing in your hand. Now, I know spoon prices have gotten crazy lately. There are people who are asking 60 bucks just to hold, you know, just to buy an eating spoon. And uh, and so you have to you have to balance that. You got to decide for yourself what it is that you're going to do. For there were years when I would say, okay, I'm going to buy three or four. That's it. Then others would come to me because people would send me spoons or people would ask to swap spoons back when I was swapping spoons. Um, but the ones I really value, um, with the exception of two, are ones that I paid for.